What's up? This is Derek Brown of the Carolina Panthers. Shout out to Rashad and David of the Panther Nation podcast. The voice of the Panther Nation. Make sure y'all like them and subscribe. Keep pounding. Yo, this is Panther legend Jonathan Stewart, and I just wanted to shout out to Rashad Beard and David Rhodes of Panther Nation podcast. The voice of the Panther Nation. Keep pounding. You are now tuned into the Panther Nation podcast. DeLone fires to an open Smith. Steve oh. Smith is going to go all the way. No flag down. Smith scores. And the Carolina Panthers win in overtime. Welcome to the Panther Nation Podcast. And here are your hosts, Rashad Beard and David Rose. Yo, 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 what's good, people? What's popping? What's going on? As you can see, uh, your boy solo, but I'm not solo, okay? Dave is on the phone lines. Dave, is, and he's recovering. He's currently recovering. As everybody knows, he, he's recovering off of surgery. But he's back. He's back. Dave, what's popping? How you good? Check in with us, broski. Yo, what's up, guys? I'm here. Uh, <laughs> just exhausted, man. It's 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 been it's been interesting to say the least the past few days. Um, I had the surgery Thursday. I uh, I got out the hospital on Friday. I got discharged on Friday, and I've been pretty much recovered from all. Now I just gotta follow the rules. Drink all this water. Drink all these protein shakes. But you know, overall I'm good. It's just some days you're super exhausted, and some days you're just beat. Yeah, because you can't you can't eat no food, right? So like you you kind of just going off the off the uh... yeah. Fry, like I can I can I can do chicken broth. I can do like Jello popsicles. You know what I'm saying? I, I get the cha- I get to try food on Friday. Friday's the first the first step. Hmm. So what you, what you gonna start with? Yeah? Refried beans, man. It's on my list. Refried beans. I got eggs. Let me try eggs. So those are the two things. And yogurt. Those are the three things I'm gonna shoot for when Friday hits, and I cannot wait. <laughs> I bet. I bet. Well, we're glad. I cannot <laughs> wait, man. Glad glad everything <laughs> went okay with the surgery. Uh, and uh, we 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 glad to have you back. Uh, so Dave, I don't know how long you you plan on staying on. How long you want to stay on, bro? Like I know you you're tired. Uh, so I mean it, it don't matter. I'm I'm winging it. So what's gonna happen is I've I've got the for all those that are watching, I've got the phone lines open right now. So whenever I get to a topic and you wanna you wanna chime in, yo, you can call in. I'm using the chat cast and everybody listening as my co-host in Dave's absence. Okay. So you can go ahead and call in at any point, because um, I don't know how long Dave is going to stay. He's going to stay on as long as he can, I guess. I'm assuming, um, but he might fall asleep. So, yeah, we could talk about some of the news, and then I want to disappear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah, we won't. You know, whenever. When, so I'm not going to wait to end. Uh, I'm not going to wait to the end to open up the phone line. Phone lines. I'm going. They're open right now. So whenever you want to call, once we get to the topic, feel free to jump in. Okay, just jump right in, and, and we'll. 
we'll um we'll use you as our our Dave just in case that uh if Dave feels like he needs a drop off. All right, so that's so that's how it's gonna roll. Um, but anyway, um, so we we know how Dave's been. He's been recovering. I'm out here chilling. Uh, I'm good. We yeah out here in Huntersville, uh, which which is a suburb of Charlotte. Um, I did participate in a in a protest, uh, which was super dope. So uh, I'm out here in these streets. Uh, so shout out, shout out to everybody, uh, participating in this all along, uh, the ride with us. So, um, that's all I got. Uh, I didn't, I didn't do much. I've been chilling. So, um, it's all good. It's all good. All right. So, uh, Dave, you got to, you got to, you got to protest then? I did. I did. I definitely got out there, got out there, uh, with my mask on and all that. It was, it was cool. It was cool. Now nah, I know no, no looting in Charlotte, no looting anywhere. It's all peaceful, bro. Except, um, the, some some protesters in in Charlotte got tear gassed. Uh, like this was earlier, like uh like last I think early uh, late last week. Some protesters got tear gassed, and the sheriff just actually banned the use of tear gas today, so they can no longer use tear gas. Uh, you know, it, during the protest or whatever. Um, cool thing. Uh, the the uh, Charlotte uh, or the Mecklenburg County Mayor, uh, Sheriff came out and spoke. Um, if you, and you're probably, you probably all, if you watch channel ID, um, you guys probably have all seen him. Um, I think he was on homicide hunters and then he had a spinoff show of his own. Uh, I, I think it was Char- something it was, I think it was homicide hunters in Charlotte. Um, and Charlotte had our own special edition and it was his show. Um, uh, so you may have seen, uh, the Mecklenburg County Sheriff. He's, he's pretty active uh, out in these streets. He's been on TV and whatnot. So, um, good dude, good dude, good dude. All right, so um, so yeah, good good times, good times so far, um, but yeah, uh, but nah. So, uh, any, any, anything else you want to talk about as far as protest, Dave? You you been out here in these streets? Nah, man, I've been I've been out here in my house. <laughs> I've been chilling. I the you, thing that I you know I haven't been keeping up with everything the past couple of days for obvious reasons, right? But I saw something on Twitter today, and I need some understanding. So why were congressmen and women? Wearing the kente cloth? I don't know. I don't know that. I I don't. They were taking a knee and doing the kente. I don't know. I don't. Oh, I don't know about that. God. I don't know about that. That's the yeah. All right. Yeah. I have no idea. All right. I saw All that right. too, but I have no I, idea. I I I just pulled up on Twitter. I'm like, what are they doing? Why are they doing this? No clue. No. Uh, clue. But I, I digress. Let's let's get into some of these topics, right. man. Let's let's get into, let's to get into a quick topic. All right. So first of all. Y'all know how we get down uh, with the HBCU talk, Dave. And we got to talk FAMU leaving the MEAC <laughs> to go to the SWAC. It's big time. Big, big move. Um, big move. Another, uh, you know, staple school, a football powerhouse uh, is leaving the MEAC uh, to go to the SWAC. Uh, it looks like the poor MEAC is crumbling, Dave. It's crumbling out here. Um, so what, what are your thoughts uh, on, on fam, you leaving the, the MEAC to, to head to the SWAT, bro? It makes sense. And, 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 and the thing that's funny is that their fan base, when we said it was because of travel expenses and why ENT left, their fan base was like, whatever. And that's the same reason why they're leaving. Yeah. So, you know, it's cheaper for them. Like if the cost to travel and it's not even just about the football, it's about all the other. It's not about football and basketball, man. It's about all the other sports that you're competing in too. Uh, yeah. You're talking about like track and volleyball and, and, and a multitude of other sports where you got to travel back and forth. It adds up, and those are non-revenue sports. So, 
it makes perfect sense for FAMU to move to the SWAT, and they become a favorite in that in that conference. Oh, no doubt. Going over there. No doubt from a football and, and perspective. Football. Yeah, football, they're definitely going to dominate. Uh, there's nobody touching FAMU. Um, Miak, Miak kind of kind of ran football, but uh, so they they you know I think they're going to be going over starting twenty 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 one. Uh, so so yep, next year, same time, yeah, yeah. They they had until the end of June to let the Miak know that they were leaving, so they got to give a year. Yeah. So, so um, yeah, I think they, all um, their, their board of trustees like approved it. So it looked like it looks like it looks like it's gonna happen, um, and everything is a go. I wonder what happens with but I wonder what happens with the Miak though. Um, I don't, I don't know what's going well, they on. Gotta, well, the, the thing is, man, like a lot of folk, when the celebration bowl came around, a lot of folks, there was some schools that were against it. And ironically enough, A&T was one of the schools that was against the celebration bowl, but they were worried about losing teams. What about, we're worried about losing teams and they didn't feel like they were getting a big enough piece of the pie. And lo and behold, Hampton left, A&T left. And now, uh, and now um, fans Maybe. are gone. Yeah. So I think, like, the MEAC's got to figure out how they're going to convince uh, some teams to move up. And for a lot of schools, that's a challenge because you got to have more scholarships. Yeah, it's, it's, you got to pay a fee to move up. There's a fee, yeah, there's a fee to move. I think it's a million-dollar fee to move up. So it's not that it's not as simple just to say they'll find because they, they, had, they had people. They had Savannah State, which came in and left. They had um, Winston-Salem State, came in and left. So it's it's not as easy as just having teams move up because it's definitely people have came come up and they have gone too. Um, so it's it's it, there's they're gonna have to re- loosen up some of those uh, restrictions um, as far not restrictions but uh, um, you know like the requirements to move into the, the conference. So it's just interesting. I thought it was interesting that they they decided. It's not you know it's, we kind of saw it coming. I wonder now that FAMU I think SWAC, the SWAC is now unbalanced. Um, so I think they need they have, one more school. They need an, either they need another school or they need to scrap the divisions. And I think they were talking about Tennessee State. Uh, they're actually trying to finally get Tennessee State to come in because you know Tennessee State was uh, they were unaffiliated, and so they're trying to get Tennessee State to come in. That would be crazy. I think the swag. Well, would be they're, crazy they're Ohio that. Valley. They're Ohio Valley, ain't it? Football? No, I, th- I thought they were unaffiliated. They could they could have been. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I thought they were un, uh, unaffiliated for football. So, but yes, yeah, like everybody's name. I'm looking at the chat, man. Everybody's name. All these schools about who can join the MEAC is not that easy, man. Because then you got to think about the financial factor of it. Yeah, it's it's not that simple. It's it's not simple at all. Not that easy. Um, I don't know what they're gonna do. Uh, but you know, you still got some powerhouses. You still got Norfolk. You still got there's only there's only Lithuania. one school that that moved up that stuck around a decent, Central. Time, decent time period. Central. Central. And that's yeah, it. Central is it. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's, it's interesting though. Interesting. So I, I figured since we talk a lot about A&T on uh, football on here, I figured it would be cool for us to go ahead and talk about FAMU and their move out of the, out of the MEAC. So that's pretty much all I have. For and, I, and I called this by the way, I told y'all we weren't going to be the last school to be leaving that conference. Yeah. I wonder if they take, I, Bethune, we I wonder if they take Bethune with them though. Bethune's got other issues, man. See, it's that's not true. that easy. That's true. That's true. That's true. I forgot. I forgot. I forgot. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, like Bethune, Bethune, Bethune's got some accreditation challenges. Yeah, somebody said South Carolina State. It makes nah. absolutely no sense for them. Nope. Nope. So it's just there aren't there aren't that many options. Um, the Miag's gonna have to convince. They're gonna have to convince other schools to, to come up. 
Then they, they were talking about schools. They were talking about actually. Uh, this was an article that somebody wrote. They were talking about having PWIs potentially move into the MIAC, which would be crazy. Well, they've already tried before, and they told them no. Wow. Well, they it's, at this they've point they've already tried before. At, who who told them no? The MIAC. Yeah, what school was it? Yeah, like there was. A, they were trying to invite us. Um, they were trying to invite a PWI just a few years ago. Well, and they told them no. Well, desperate times call for desperate desperate measures, B. So I wouldn't be surprised if it happens oh. at this point. The MEAC's got to rebrand themselves because the SWAC, the SWAC has a better, when it comes to like TV package, uh, when it comes to how they, how much money the conference gives to the teams, the leadership there is better. There's a lot, like, I think there's a lot of folks that aren't a fan of the commissioner of the MEAC. So I think, I think they have to probably get some people out of there first. Yeah. Cause I'm, I'm not, I wouldn't be shocked if Howard's not thinking about what they're going to do. Yeah, that's true. Um, and SC State and and Norfolk State and Central. I'm not, I wouldn't be shocked. I'm not going to start thinking about what they're going to do. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. But all right, yeah, that's that's pretty much all I have for that one. I thought, congrats to fam, you moving over. Um, but yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting. So all right, that's all I got for that. Uh, and I think the band's going to get destroyed. By the way, uh, so move. <laughs> Move, moving on. Yeah, that ain't going to be good for them. It's going to be ugly. They, they got to change. All right, so let's talk about this Drew Brees situation. They, uh, you know you know, what the, you know what happened. You saw it. I'm pretty sure you saw it. Um, if you don't, I, I can kind of <laughs> summarize it for you, but I don't think that's necessary. So, Dave, what are your thoughts on Drew Brees and what he said and then his retraction and then kind of what he's done since then? Drew... Drew thought it was okay to say what he said. Thought? And, I think he still thinks, but go ahead. Well, he does, but, you know, and he thought he would have been fine. Like, because I think he's gotten away with saying those things the past few years. And now we're not in the climate for that. And um, he's getting he's getting dragged, bro. He's getting dragged. Yeah. He is, he is um, getting dragged. Listen, man. I, listen, I think Drew Brees is a, is a good dude. Um, again, he's done a lot uh, for the city of New Orleans and Katrina and all that stuff. I think he's a good dude. Um, I would I would never say that. I don't think Drew Brees is a racist or anything like that. Um, I don't think, you know, a lot of people feel the way Drew Brees feels. And, and he just said it out loud. I think the timing was definitely wrong. Um, I think he missed the entire point. And listen, you can talk about Drew Brees, um, and you can you can um, you know you can you can blame Drew Brees for a lot of this. Uh, but listen, man, I th- I hold his teammates accountable. Like, what are what are you t- what are y'all talking about? Like, like do you, I just wonder? Like, do they even talk about this kind of stuff? Like, they don't. It seems like they're not even close. Like, how do you have? No, they're this, not. Yeah, well, I mean, you would think they would be, but they're not. I mean, it's clear that they're not. It's clear that you, if you felt that way and you, you your teammates didn't come to mind, um, you know, I just, I don't know. I don't know, man. It, it's weird. I, you know, apparently his they all feel good now. They, they they chopped it up. They squashed it. It's all good from Michael Thomas, Kamara, and all those other, Michael Jenkins, all those teammates. Um, or Malcolm Jenkins, excuse me. Uh, but, yeah, I. I I I just it's just weird and again I I think Drew Brees is a good dude I I I'm not gonna like throw Drew Brees under under the bus for what he said I just think that you know um 
a, a lot of, I, I just think he's like like I think there was a meme that floated around like and had his his uh his Madden score uh they had his Madden ratings and his awareness was zero like I think he just wasn't aware like and doesn't care enough uh, not I'm not gonna say he doesn't care enough, but he's just not aware of what's going on, man. Like he's just disconnected. But that's the thing, though, and that. But but Drew Brees is like a lot of other play, a lot of other um, white players in the NFL. Like they 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 don't have any level of awareness about what the hell's going on because they don't have to deal with it. And and it's unfortunate. And I think the conversations never were had. Like they weren't had four years ago when people. We're pretty much ransacking Kaepernick for doing it. And now it comes a time where we're having like protests almost on a day to day basis. And now discussions are starting to happen. So now there's the opportunity for folks to start being aware about what some of the issues are. Yeah. You know, so like, you know, it's just, it's a level of, it's a level of not having, I don't, I'm not going to say that Drew Brees didn't care. It was just more like Drew Brees didn't have to be aware because of who he was. Right, that's a good point. And yeah, no. I mean, listen, I, I listen. I'm not, I'm not caping for Drew Brees at all. I'm just saying that I don't think he's a bad person. You know what I'm saying? Um, and like they, I don't, I don't know. It's it's just weird, man. It's just weird. I, I don't know, man. Maybe he, maybe he is clearly aware. I just think like you come out with all these apologies and all that stuff, like which makes me think like, yo, if you were that aware, you would have never said anything like that. Like, which makes me think he's like his wife, his wife came out with an apology. He came out with like three different apologies. One was obviously, obviously not really, um, you know, heartfelt, but it's more of a publicized. And the dude, I mean, it's just weird, man. It's just, it's just weird. I don't know. But anyway, his image image took a hit. His image took a hit. Yeah, it did. It did. It did. I mean, he definitely took a, 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 a hit. Um, whether you know, I mean, people in New Orleans were saying Drew, Drew Brees sucks and F Drew Brees and all that during chance, which is crazy. Um, you know, but the thing is, you got to remember what you got to remember what New Orleans is too. No, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's what that's what I'm core, saying. At the core, New Orleans is a is at the core of New Orleans. There's a there's a very it's a it's a lot of minorities that, that live in New Orleans. A lot of black people that live in New Orleans, and a lot of those black people that live in New Orleans are poor. And some and a lot of them went through Katrina. So like I think he did a lot during the, during the Katrina era. But like there's a like I think there's a different level in New Orleans that Drew Brees never sees. That's true, of course. Right, you know, of course. But yeah, I don't know, man. I I don't know. I don't know. It's 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 weird. Yes, I, I do agree. He needs to be held accountable for what he said. People saying that in the chat. And you know, and li- yep. listen and listen. Like this is what you know. Trump being in office. Has as you know, it, it, it's allowing people to kind of speak freely. Uh, if you get my drift, like people are out here feeling comfortable saying what they want to say without any recourse because Trump is the president, and you know that's happening all over the place. Um, you know, so I, I don't know. I I just again, it's, it's a if he's got to be aware of his privilege, um, and and just be more cognizant of what he's saying. And agree, I agree, he needs to be held accountable. But I don't think. I don't. I will. I will not go out here and say Drew Brees is a racist. I think he's done too much for, for the nah, for I New Orleans. I I agree. I, I think uh, Marcus said it. it's the difference between racism and ignorance, and I think that's it's just more. He's ignorant. He's it, he's. It was it was a, it was it was ignorance, man. 
Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. But that's all I have for Drew Brees, bro. I don't. I don't know. Um, and I, I agree. And listen, if, if he said, if he said what he said, and he means what he said, then then don't apologize for it. It's too many people out here going back and forth with they. I, I've said this, but did I meant to say that? Nah, you said what you said. So if you said what you said, then then be about what you said and don't apologize for it. It's okay. It's okay to feel this. That's why this, we live in America, bro. Like it's okay to you have an opinion. Everybody has an opinion. Do you? You know what I'm saying? If if that just be prepared for the consequences that come with what you say. You know what I'm saying? So and be and be and be prepared to have the conversations. I mean, yeah. like just just be prepared to have the conversations. You know, like you know, I'm pretty sure this isn't over. I know they're saying that oh everything's good now. We accept this apology. Blah blah. Believe you me, that first locker room meeting is going to be intense, and it yeah. should be. Yeah, no, I, that's why you know? I say, that's why I say, man, his teammates, bro, like, yo, what, what have y'all been talking? About? I mean, again, man, I've never been in an NFL locker room. Maybe the, I, maybe I think these dudes are closer than what they are, and apparently they're not very close. This shows me that if I learn anything uh, about this whole Drew Brees situation, I've learned that teammates are not as close as you would think they are. Uh, maybe there's a couple people that uh, get real tight, but as a whole. Nah, these dudes ain't really close like that, and uh, you know what I'm saying. They they just like Slim said, they just coworkers. That I I I believe that now. Like I thought these dudes, you spend a lot of time together. You know, they would be a little bit closer than what they are, but nah, that's not the case uh, at all. So if I learn anything from this situation, uh, because his, his teammates, you you, I just find it hard to believe that his teammates would never have have never had this discussion with him before. So. Um, but anyway, that's the I digress. That's all I got uh, for for Drew Brees. Um, anything else? Anything else there for Drew Brees? Nah, I'm good on Drew. Hold on, let me let me let me grab this caller. I know we've been waiting for a long time. Seven oh four, what's good? What you got? My fault. I, I, I see you. I see you. Yeah, yeah, it's all good, man. Yo, what's going on, guys? What's up? Yeah, yeah, man. No, no, uh, I'm good. Good. Good stuff. I'm glad that I haven't, I haven't caught y'all show in a while, so I'm glad I got on tonight. Yeah, appreciate you. Welcome, welcome yeah, back. Welcome yeah. back. Yeah, no, appreciate it. Thanks, man. Thanks. So what's uh, so what do you, what were y'all, what are y'all talking about right now? Well, Still we, Drew Brees? Or we were talking about, Drew, we were talking about Drew Brees. We were getting ready to move on. What you got? Okay. No, all I'll say, man, and I, I, I'm not big into politics and sports. You know, I'm not. I don't even like really talking about this stuff. You know, it is what it is. He said what he said. I'm I'm more the kind of person, though, even if you mess up, you know, you kind of just own it. You know, like stand yeah. your ground and stand what you believe in. I'm not I'm not big on on apologies for for what you believe in. Um, I think that's counterproductive to us coming together as, as a society, you know, as a community. Um, so, you know, he said what he said. He could apologize to a degree, but he's he's kind of it's almost like he's backtracked so much. It's like, dude. You know, come on, you know, stand your ground. If you believe that, you believe that. It was wrong, it was wrong. But, you know, the only way we're ever going to come together as a community, man, is we're, if we're all open and honest. So I, I just, I can't, I don't like the, the fake apology. I, I 100% agree with you, bro. 100%. Own it. If you feel that way, be you. That's why we live in America, man. You have the right to believe in what you believe in. Uh, just be prepared to deal with the consequences. But I, I, I 100% yep. agree. So you, Absolutely, so, definitely. So you got you got anything else? Or you want or you want to hang on and, and discuss everything with us? No, I'll hang on, man. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, oh, let's, absolutely. Let's on, yeah. Oh man, I appreciate that, man. I like that vibe. All right, let's uh, <laughs> let's 
let's let's <laughs> let's move on. Let's talk about. Uh, so I was gonna talk about. Um, I was gonna talk about Roger Goodell. Um, before we're gonna get to some Panther news later, but we'll talk about Roger Roger Goodell. Uh, NFL stuff. Uh, you know, he, he kind of backtracked. Same thing, kind of Drew Brees, similar situation. He, you know, Black Lives Matter now. He apologized for for the whole cap situation. Um, he, Dave, what are your thoughts on this, bro? Why doesn't Kaepernick have a job yet? That's a good. Well, I think there's a lot to that. Um, I, I think there's a lot to why Kaepernick doesn't have a job. I think Cap um, is not going to take pennies. I think I put this in a group chat, but I don't think Cap is just going to take any job that's out there. You know what I'm saying? I don't think. I just don't think. No, he's I gonna, get that. It's just at this point. At this point, after the whole fiasco that happened when they did the whole tryout. Last year, after that whole situation that happened with that, I think now is the time to <clears throat> to uh, to uh, try to make. Well, I mean, then again, if I was Cap, I wouldn't even give him that. Uh, I wouldn't give him that ability at this point. Yeah, I think you already I, blackballed me for four years. Personally, yeah, I personally, yeah, I'm sue you to get my money. Yeah, personally, I think Cap is Cap is better without the league right now. Like, I don't him coming back to me does nothing you know what i'm saying like i think he's yeah he's i think him coming coming back right now i think is is kind of succumbing not succumbing for the cause that's a, a not a good way to say it but i think he's made his point and i think he's better by staying out of the league and not just taking a job he just because they offer him some kind of because i don't think he's yeah, gonna get he, the money he he's proved looking his for. point yeah he proved his point and then like the stick with it you know what i'm saying i think now do i think he deserves a job Absolutely, 100%. He deserves to be back. 100% agree that he deserves to be back in the league. Um, but I feel like um, I feel like coming back to the league, especially for, like, it depends what he would come back for. Like, if he came back, signed, like, a $30 million deal or something like that, like, it's dope. But that's not going to happen. No, no, no team is going to offer him that amount of money. And I don't think Cap is going to come back for pennies, and he shouldn't. And that's my point, in that if he comes back, He's not gonna take out. He's not gonna take the money that they're gonna offer him, and I don't think he should. So I think he should kind of just stay nah, out I'm the league. I, I think he should stay out the I league. Think he, I think he's done. You cap. I, I think if Cap were, you know, he's made his mark in history, and I just think, I think he needs to leave it where. Now, if he if he wants to play, I would not, you know, bash him for coming back to play at all. But I just think you you made your point, bro, and, it, it, and it's it's a, it's much appreciated. Yeah, and now he, and now people are starting to recognize it. You know what I'm saying? Now that all this is going on, but go ahead. Yeah, he he was uh he was absolutely on the right side of history. Yeah, agree. Yeah, and it, everybody it, it, else, everybody else in the NFL weren't. Yeah, no, he's vindicated. So, well, he, uh, go ahead. Well, can he can he still play though? That's the thing. Like, yeah, I mean, I've heard dude, I've heard people now. Dude, I'm going to stop you right there. Go and look at some of the backup quarterbacks in the NFL, and then you ask that question again. Nathan Peterman has a job in the NFL, bro. A yeah, I mean, There's a lot. Look, yeah, I mean, like, you can argue starter, all right? I, I, but I can argue you probably could start. But when you go back, if you get past the starters, all right, there's a lot of players that, that Kaepernick is better than, a lot. There's a lot of backups. The Kaepernick is better than. You don't think he's better than Will Greer? <laughs> I mean, I yeah, right. As of right now, possibly, but we haven't seen him play. It's been a few years, man. You know, I mean, Dude, that man, hey, went, here, that here, man here. went to a Super Bowl. 
Oklahoma. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, but so but so, so did George, uh, what's his name? George got to sit. Jeff George got to play in the league since he was almost fifty years old, being like yeah. being, pretty much being the guy. Vinny Duffer got to play until he was in his forties. The guy can play enough yeah. better than a lot of these guys that are that are that are um, that have a job right now. You can't you can't yeah, tell but, me with a straight face that he's better. He's not better than Will Greer. You can't. There's yeah. no way you can. You think you? I'm not saying you, you think maybe teams. Yeah. I was gonna say maybe. Do you think? I'll just use that as an example. No, I got you. I got you. Well, I hear a lot of people in Carolina saying saying to sign him, but okay. you know, I'm like. My thing, my thing is, is like, do you think they're, the teams are a little worried? Do you think they're nervous about what the narrative's going to be if they do sign him and then they cut him in training camp because he isn't picking up the playbook or, you know, it isn't, uh, you know, he's just, it's not working out. I mean, could you, you could see probably equally as much backlash from not signing him, if not more, than if they did sign him and then cut him because then the narrative's going to be, oh, they just did it just, uh, just as a handout or they just did it, uh, for a little PR. I mean, you could easily spin that narrative, well, I mean, and I think that's what teams are worried about. I mean, if a team picks that man up and they give him a fair shake and he doesn't cut it, then then he doesn't cut it. But you can't tell me with a straight face that he's not one of the 64 best quarterbacks in the NFL. And I think – You can't. I, think, I, can't be, I can't be convinced. See, and I, and I think that what I you're see saying – I see some of the quarterbacks that be – I see some of the quarterbacks that, be, that some of these teams be striking out. All you got to do is look at some of the starting quarterbacks from last year. And see, I think you know, I yeah. think you think he's go, better than Kyle Allen. Yeah, he's better than Kyle Allen. But go, going back yeah. to yeah. Go, like, I'm just I'm just giving you examples. Yeah. So going going back. No, to, you're right. You're right. Going back to your original point, I think Cap Cap is not going to allow himself to be uh, some 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 symbol. You know what I'm saying? He's just not going to go out there and say he's not going to sign to be held up as a prop. And I think that's what most yeah. teams that want to sign him. Are signing are going to want to sign him for that purpose? Hey, look what we did. We we're the ones that signed him, and I don't think Cap is going to allow himself to be propped up like that. Which is partially why he doesn't. And see, a lot a lot of people thinking, a lot of people. I think the majority of people out there think that Cap isn't signed because the NFL doesn't want him to be signed. I think that yes, that might be part of it, but I think a good portion of that too is that Cap don't want he doesn't want to be used as some symbol. Like you're not gonna prop him up, use him as a prop. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I think that that's why Cap yeah. is not, he's not gonna take some some like he's not gonna take a five million dollar contract to come back and play when dudes out here getting paid ten plus million to be backups. Like he's not gonna do that. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I think I think it's it's more. I think I don't know what the percentage is, uh, but I think Cap has a lot to do a lot to do with the reason that Cap is not playing. You know what I'm saying? It's not just the NFL. Oh, definitely. Definitely. He's going to want that guaranteed money. He's going to want something, a little bit of guaranteed. Like, even if it's like two or three mil, four mil, you know, on a, on a nine mil, nine mil contract or whatever for one year, whatever the case is, man, teams just don't want to give up that cap space right now, probably. I mean, there's a lot of teams that the ones that would even consider bringing in, you know, cap are the, probably the ones that don't have the cap space. I see what you did there. I see it's a little double entendre so, there. I didn't mean that. No, it's funny. It's funny. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm going to name a couple quarterbacks, man. Anthony Gordon. You know who Anthony Gordon is? Yeah, yeah, I know he is. Russell, he backs up Russell Wilson. You think you think Kaepernick's better than him? Yeah, possibly, yeah. I mean, David I do like, again. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just, you know, 
I mean, yeah. um, I mean, Will Greer, Ryan Finley, Dwayne oh, yeah. Gabbert, mm-hmm. Jeff Driscoll. I mean, these guys got NFL mm-hmm. jobs. So, like, yeah, Kyle Allen, you know, mm-hmm. Matt Schwab. Dang, he's still in the league. Matt Schwab still in the league. You know, uh, just, you know Matt Schwab is he? Some, yeah, he is. He's the back. He's Doctor Falcons. He's um, Damn. he's on behind Matt Ryan. So like, there's quarterback, and these are just the backups. I mean, some teams keep three. <laughs> so, you know, but no, nah, yeah. I But then again, Cam Newton doesn't have a job right now. But there's more to it than that one. That's. I mean that. I mean that's a good point though too though. Like Cam is obviously a far better talent than than Kaepernick. You know, right now, I would I think every team the fa- the fact that Cam doesn't have a job is an indication of why Kaepernick doesn't have a job. I mean, with all the all the the politics and the messaging aside, even if you're if even if you got beyond all that now and you were ready to sign a quarterback, you know, the fact that Cam's unsigned still, Ka- there's no way, there's no way Kaepernick gets signed before Cam. There's no way. Yeah. If once Cam gets signed, the then you can make an argument. For Cam. I, I but Cam's situation that. is different because it's. Cam's situation is unique because he's hurt. Like, there's some teams that legit don't think he's going to ever get healthy again. Yeah, but who – That's, who, part of, that's, who, a, that's who, the hurdle that Cam's got to hop over. Yeah, but who are you going to take that chance on, Dave? You're going to take it take it for Cap, Cap or you're going to take it for Cam? Yeah, I'll probably pick Cam. That's what I'm saying. I think a lot of Cam. teams are going to – a lot of teams are going to choose Cam over Cap. Um, but – I don't. I don't know. But either, and I. I agree um, that I, I agree that Cam is gonna. Cam is gonna get signed before Kaepernick gets signed. Um, if if either one of them do get signed, I think Cam is more likely. But anyway, um, that's all. That's so. That's all I got on 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 Cap and and the NFL, Goodell, and all that good stuff. Is there anything else before we move on to one more topic before we get no. into some real Panther news? No, go for it. All right. So CPI. I think yo everybody. It's heard what CPI said, um, dude. I think their CEO came out and said something. Uh, I think he said something about uh, he was talking to somebody, a reporter, and said that uh, CEO said that that we should be focusing focusing more on black on black crime rather than George Floyd protests. And so, I mean, they have right. lost, bro. They have lost a ton, a ton of sponsors, B, like a lot. Oh yeah. Like, so for the first one was uh was the Panthers. The Panthers dropped that sponsorship first, then the Hornets followed. And then shortly after the Hornets, NC State followed followed by uh, by South University of South Carolina, Charlotte Knights, uh which is the baseball team, and then the Greensboro Grasshoppers also dropped CPI, uh, which is crazy cuz I mean, if you live here locally, uh, CPI is, is is everywhere, right? They're they're all over the place. Uh, but it looks like um, they're losing a crap ton of sponsors. Um, I just found it interesting that the Panthers were the first ones to uh, uh, to drop that sponsorship. So, Dave, you got, yeah, you got any crazy. thoughts on uh, CPI? Did you even hear about this? You probably didn't hear about it because it's local. No, I heard about it. I okay. heard about it. I heard that the Panthers dropped them, and I was like, dang, CPI must have said something brutal. Yeah, dude. But I they... didn't, like, dig to figure out what happened. Yeah. If, he, if, he, if they mentioned Black on Black Trump, man... Yeah, he That's did. Rap City for you. Well, well, he said, yeah. They the, the what happened was is that the person uh, in charge of the organization they sent out a mass email yeah. with the CEO of CPI yeah. CC'd in it. I mean, we're and you're talking like 
like I, I've heard, I heard there was hundreds of uh, people and CEOs in that same email. So you could imagine, like, for I mean, and I'm not defending what the CPI guy is saying. He shouldn't, he, he shouldn't have responded if he didn't want to participate. He shouldn't have even said anything. What he said was 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 stupid. Um, it, it was just, I mean, it's like, how could you do that as a CEO? Um, especially when the, when our communities and, you know, just the nation right now is hurting. Why would you say something like that? Um, despite how true you may think it is, despite your feelings about it, you know, that was just dumb. So, you know, it's, I mean, I don't know what he thought he was doing, but, but it was just, that was just idiotic, man. I mean, it's unforgivable. I mean, that was just, I mean, they deserve to lose all the business. I mean, if you're a CEO, that's just bad business decision making right there. It's different coming from like a regular employee, but from the CEO, it's just unacceptable. That's that's crazy. Um, like he shouldn't even be. He should have like somebody else getting those emails or responding to those. He's like an assistant or something. Like you shouldn't be responding to that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, those solicitations and things like that. Um, but yeah. So, um, I think uh, yeah, it, it was awful. They lost. I mean, they're losing. I I couldn't. I can imagine the, um, the amount of money they're gonna lose. Um from this uh just you know people are going to cancel their services switch over to adt or whatever it may be um yeah yeah, man it's it's it's, uh it's tough it's tough for sure so and then i think a couple other ceos like i think the ceo of crossfit said some wild stuff too and uh yeah i think reebok pulled their uh their sponsorship uh for, for a crossfit so people out here man it's 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 a lot of recklessness going on with the with the mouths up here, man. People just need to either not say nothing or, or uh, you know, find another way to to say things. And and don't again, like if you saying what you say, stand behind it. There's always these these yeah. half hearted apologies that come back. Like yo, we don't again, once again, stand behind what you're saying. And uh, if that's what you believe, exactly, then stick with it. And you're gonna lose. They're gonna lose the business anyway. Yeah, exactly. Like he knew he. You're gonna lose all this business, anyways, man. Like, at least stand up, st- stick up for what you're saying. You know, yeah. like yeah. own it, just own it. If that's how you feel, man. If you feel black on black crime is a bigger issue in this country, and that you know whatever you said in that email, I, I don't know the, the exact quote, but I know he mentioned that that was a a bigger issue, and that was his yeah. reasoning for for you know not wanting to come out and donate money to the organization. Then just yeah. own it, man, and yeah. and and then create a conversation. Um, you know, do something to, to you can put CPI out in a better light by trying to create a conversation in the community rather than just coming out with another half-assed apology and you're still losing all the business and, you know, you know, it's just, it doesn't, it doesn't do anybody any favors. You're not helping yourself or everybody else. I 100% agree. Dave, any more thoughts before we, before we move on? Nah, let's, let's move on past the CPI guy. Yeah. CPI sucks. <laughs> I like ADT anyway. Uh, anyway, moving That's on. What I have. All right, <laughs> yeah. All right. Hey, so we we uh, we we did a couple roster cha- roster moves day or one roster move. Um, after Eli Apple signing, we 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 cut Seth the valve, uh, safety valve. Dude didn't even get a chance to suit up. I think it what they said it was an injury, uh, some uh, non-injury related um, reason why they cut him. So he's out of here. So that's one less tight end that we have. I thought it, I, it's, it's interesting. Interesting. I think they they picked up some guys. I think the the one guy from um, I think was Cortland or Cameron Cameron Sutton, uh, the tight end from the small school that we picked up in, in uh 
in free agency or, un- or unrestricted or undrafted free agents. Uh, he's one of the undrafted free agents. I think that's that's pretty crazy. I don't know if they anticipated on getting him, and I don't know I don't know what happened with Seth Deval, but it's just interesting that he got cut. It's a weird injury, uh, a weird time for uh, to get rid of somebody. So, is there any any thoughts on Seth, Seth Devalve getting up out of here? Well, it was a non-football related injury, right? Yeah, not yeah, something like, like it, that. He he did something in the off season to get hurt. I mean, I'm just curious at what it is. They didn't even give him a give him a shot to uh, to stay on the roster or recover. So it must have been pretty bad. So first and foremost, I hope he's okay. I hope he's healthy and everything's all right. But but with that said, it's uh, it, yeah. I mean. Dude, man, you gotta take care of yourself in the off season. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because it don't take much for somebody to get off the paint. Yeah, I, I, that's interesting, man, because he was one of the guys we signed pretty quick. You know what I'm saying? And then yeah, uh, man, I was kind of shocked when I saw that he got cut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. I don't know. All right, that's that's all I have for the the roster moves. And then the, obviously next up we had uh, we had uh, Luke. So Luke. Um, yeah. Luke is now a uh, a pro wow. scout, uh, for officially a pro scout for the uh, the Carolina Panthers. Um, I think it's a great yeah, job, baby. a great job uh, for Luke. Um, I think personally that uh, I think is uh, you know I didn't want him to come in and be a little a little coach. I think he's above coach. I think this is gonna get him on the track uh, to being a uh, some sort of. Uh, front office guru at some point. Um, I think this is a good start for him. Um, so, yeah, man. Congrats to Luke on the Pro Scout job. I think it's a really good job for him, man. Dave, any thoughts or oh, any yeah. thoughts on, on, on Luke pro, being a Pro Scout? I'm happy for him. I'm glad he's back in the fold. Um, hopefully he'll be, he'll be at some occasional training camp getting a mob by the fans. If we can go. If we can attend. If we can go. It won't be this year. Maybe next year or something. But now it's good. Yeah, I think there's no other yeah. person. There's no other person. I think um, only Luke can identify another Luke, right? He's so he's so into the film and so so good at it. I can only imagine how good of a scout he's going to be. I think he's going to be a really good scout. Like he's so yeah, in, he's going to be a problem. He's man. so meticulous. <laughs> like I think he's going to be really good. Really, really good. This is this. I think it's such a good move for him in his career now that he's retired, especially for a guy who got out because of injuries. Um, for I think I think it's rumored it was concussions, but I think I don't know if he said that publicly. But um, you know, as far as like mental health and concussions stuff goes, I think this is the perfect move. You know, it's a grind, man. Get back into going into coaching like that. I mean, could you imagine retiring and then immediately going to coaching where you got to yell? And you got to grind, and you're gonna, you're still like, you're you're still like super involved. I mean, it just, you could just tell by his video when he retired, he was just kind of depleted, had a, had a little bit less energy. Um, I think this is a perfect move, so where he can kind of sit back and, from a different perspective of everything, be on more of like the GM side of, of you know of just sitting back, not directly involved with the players, but you're doing the scouting. Um, you're gonna be doing a lot of uh, uh, playbook analysis and that kind of stuff. So uh, I think it's a perfect move for him, man. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't doubt in the next two years you'll see him as a position coach. Um, in the next five, you'll see him as a defensive coordinator. Um, I think this is a great first step for him. Um, but so yeah, man, I think it's awesome. 
Yeah, I don't I don't know about the the defensive coach. I think he would if he was going to go that the coaching route, I think he would have, you know, started as assistant coach or something like that. And not necessarily like this the playbook and being all that. I think this pro scout, like I think this is this trajectory is going to land him a front. I think he's really going to be maybe in a, I think the GM Assistant GM, GM. Yeah. Pro, you, think, pro you think he's on that path to be more of a GM? 100%. I think he's taking that route. Because I think if he wanted to be a coach, he could have started out as, a, as an assistant linebacker's coach or something like that. I think this is going to put him in the in the the line or the track of being a, a, G, a GM one day, a director of player personnel, something like that. I think that's going to be his uh, his route, personally. Do we so, have a definition for like pro scouts? Like, What exactly does a What's everything involved in a pro scout versus like the college scout? Because I would, honestly, I would have much rather seen Luke become a college scout. So I mean, yeah. why would you want somebody of his caliber scouting other pro talent? Yeah. If uh, just to bring them to the team, I mean, you're talking about signing linebacker free agents. You don't need a, a future Hall of Famer, you know, goat at linebacker um, to sign as a pro scout to to bring in linebacker free agents. I mean, you already know what you got in those pretty much. So, like, what does a pro scout do exactly? No, that is, I think that is the definition. I think you hit it straight on the head. I think real quick before the this call is going to end, um, just call back in because I got the, the trial Zoom. So just call back in if it, okay. if it cuts us off. Uh, so no worries. Gonna, I'm about to gonna, disappear, guys. Yeah, it's going to cut back off. All right, all right, Dave. Yeah, it's, it's, it's about to disappear or it's about to cut off in a second. But just call back in when it stops. I'll start the, restart the meeting. All right. All right. All right, yeah, Dave. You guys, you guys have a good one. All right, Dave. All right, Dave. Later, bro. Sure. Yeah, get get some rest, bro. All right, see ya. But yeah, no, I think the the um the definition of uh of the player personnel uh, versus uh versus the the scouts um the college versus the pro scouts is exactly what the college said is that they scout the free agents um they scout the free agents that we that we're looking to bring in. And that the college, the college guys scout obviously the college players, and I think we have a, a um, we have a whole. I think um, we have a whole like section, a group of people uh, that and we outsource that 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 scouting. So Luke is definitely going to be good at bringing in or identifying some of the the free agent, free agent talent that's out there. Um, there you go. All right, we're back. So yeah, I was just saying that um I was just saying just kind of providing what I think the definition is between uh the pro scout versus the college scout. Uh, and I think you hit it you hit yeah. it straight on the head in that um the the pro scouts are going to be looking at the pro talent, the free agents that we're going to be bringing in, uh analyzing those, breaking down that film versus the college scouts. I think I think there is a whole another system, a whole another scouting department in place for that. Um, and I don't know that I don't know that Luke would fit in that in that system, that current system. I'm not sure. I don't know how it works. Yeah. Uh, but I just think, yeah. and, I, and again, I don't know where he would fit better. But I'm sure he'll have time to figure that out. Whether he's going to be, um, whether he's going to be better at pro scouting or college scouting. But I think either way, I think Luke is so good at you know digesting film and processing. And being able just to yeah. to be in the film and like assess things that he's going to be a great scout, whether it's college or pro, um, it's it's going to be do, really interesting. Do pro? How about do pro scouts are they and they are they involved at all in like uh, game film? 
I mean, are, are they are they strictly scouting talent to bring in as free agents? I don't know. That's a good question. I think it's generally working with the free agents, but I don't don't quote me on that, bro. I'm not a front office guy, but I have kind of seeked those definitions. Um, and typically, um, they just kind of assess the free agents. Then maybe you know they have to go back. And I don't know whether he's going to be doing it just in the off season. Like, what do these pro scouts do? during the regular season, which I think is kind of leading what your question is talking about. Like during the regular season, yeah. what are these guys going to do? I have no idea. I have, I have no clue. Yeah. I, I, I just, I feel like he'd be better as a college, a college scout, man. Like, right. I think you would want like a hall of famer scouting the next future hall of famer. I mean, we are going to need linebacker help here in the next one to two years. I right. mean, depending on how Sha- Shaq Thompson plays out, um, Tamir Whitehead. I mean, he's not exactly, you know, a five star kind of, free agent signing um you know we don't even have a third linebacker really you know in a 4-3 defense we really don't have that third guy i mean so like like why would you want luke scouting uh scouting other pro free agents i I don't know i just unless unless he's really looking at like the the uh other practice squad players or something but i mean i don't know man I, i just feel like he'd be better served at college yeah no i think i think that's a good point but i think he's gonna be good either way luke is I think Luke oh, yeah, is, yeah, is that course, guy. Course. I think he's going to be great wherever he fits. And again, I hope he takes that that track, uh, that um, that track to be a GM because I think he's that good at, in analysis. He's able to process things so quick. Just imagine what he can do uh, when it comes to assessing talent. Oh, yeah. I think I think only you know when you're that good. I think you have a special knack to identify other talent. That well, maybe maybe I can't say that because. If that was the case, Michael Jordan would have the, the Hornets looking great, and that's just not uh, that's just not the case. But uh, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, his uh, his analysis skill set translate over uh, to the uh, um, to the, the scouting department. So I don't know; it's, yeah. it's interesting. Well, maybe you know, maybe that is the entry level position, right? Maybe that maybe maybe on the the general manager side of things in the, in that whole admin side. Maybe that is the entry level. Maybe that's where you, everybody it normally is. starts. Is no, the it is. It, and then they important. move over to college and then scouting director. Yeah, no, it is. That is the – I don't know if it's pro scout per se, but it is scouts. Scout is generally where yeah. they, they go on to scout and then they become, um, you know, like you said, head of, head of scouting and then player personnel, director of player personnel, or director of college, whatever the case may be, then they move on up. Um, to GM, assistant, uh, vice president, whatever. It, 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 this is definitely the track for that uh, to become a GM. Yeah, yeah. So I hope I hope that's the case, man. I think that's where he he would be. I hope that he would excel at that. I don't know. I don't have any predictive analysis to to uh, see that that's going to happen. But I do think he um, he could be a good uh, a good GM. So definitely. definitely. So yeah, no. So um. Okay, so somebody, Charles put in the definition in the chat. He puts the definition of a pro scout. In professional sports, scouts are experienced, are experienced talent evaluators who travel extensively for the purpose of watching athletes play their chosen sports. So I don't know if that, that doesn't really apply to – I mean, it probably applies to the NFL, but there was not a specific definition as it applies to the NFL. So I don't, I don't know if that's how that works. But uh, – I don't know, but that's all. That's really all I had for for Panther news. There's really nothing else going on out there. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any other random topics we could talk about. That and again, the phone lines. Let me pull up the uh, 
phone lines are, are open. If you have any other topics you want to discuss, we can talk about it. Um, but yeah, there's not much news out there. Not, not much news out there. No, it's not, man. We're in that time of year, man, where it's it's just it's all dead. There's just nothing going on. I mean, once sports and stuff comes back here in, like, July, we'll have a whole lot more to talk about. But, yeah, yeah. we're in that dead period. Yeah, it looks like looks like yeah. basketball is going to start uh, ramping back up here with the uh, with the NBA doing the whole playoff thing and play into the playoff. I think that's pretty cool. That give us yeah. a little something to talk about. Yeah. We're not talking about, but a little something. Hey, to Malik watch. Malik Monk got reinstated. Did he? Yeah, yeah. That's I, yeah. I, I didn't know that. Yeah, I'm not a huge Hornets guy. I, th- but, I think I need to. I think I need to commit to the Hornets, man. I need to stop playing and commit. They don't have a Duke. Play, you open so. up a second channel. Yeah, you gotta <laughs> open up a, a set, uh, like a have a second Hornets channel. Yeah, well, I don't uh, know. I don't know if I'll get many viewers for that. I don't know if people like the Hornets like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. I don't know. True. We'll we'll That's see. True. We'll see. All right. So let me. I got a couple callers. Let's see what the call is talking about. Um, the other seven zero four number. What's good? Oh snap! What's up? What's up, man? Austin, Austin what's popping, Broski? Not too much, man. Just uh, trying to trying to have like a you know like a little brain break. Too much programming, too much code. Ah, I feel Not you. a love break. So I feel you. I feel that. Yeah, man. And you know, stressful weeks was going on in the in the whole world. So uh, yeah, man. Um, the whole thing with Luke, I think it's a great idea. It's kind of you know get him in right now get him started where he needs to go. Maybe he could be the next John Lynch. Yeah. You know? So yeah. that's what I'm kind of thinking. I don't know where John so, Lynch uh, started. Yeah. I don't know where. Looking, we can oh. look into that. Let's see where John Lynch started. But, uh, but yeah, no, it, I think, yeah, I, John Lynch is, is doing well. He has a Super Bowl appearance under his belt. Um, let's, see where, let's see where he started. He started. No, I think did he go straight in? He had to have another job. They're just saying general manager. He went straight to general manager. That's what. Uh, let me try another source. Dang, my man went from dropping fives to CEO. Some... Real quick. Yeah. Uh, uh, I would say why are you looking at that? I would say um. Uh, dang, what was I gonna say? Uh. Man, you know what? Brain's brain's going. Uh, oh, New Orleans. Uh, oh boy, Drew Brees and timing. Jameis Winston just got his eyes fixed. Yeah. <laughs> uh oh. Is he in trouble? Is he in hey, trouble? I'm just saying. I'm just saying, man. Drew Brees is doing a lot of apologizing, which makes me think. Ah! It's kind of a lot, man. But um, either way, I hope the Saints lose every game this season. Yeah, that's and, uh, that's we gonna rock with that any day. Saints gotta lose all the time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, as long as, long as they have problems, then I'm good on that. But uh, yeah, that was that was really it, man. Nothing really going on. What's good? In the, what's good in the soccer world, man? We got any news from from the from the from the soccer team? Nope. Nah, ain't no say. I ain't think so. <laughs> Actually, you Nothing, know, man. you know what's funny? You know what's funny? I was looking. I went to uh, I went to the soccer team's I think website. They don't have a name yet. Just what is it? Nope. No, no, no we, we don't no have name. anything. So yeah, they, they have a website, and they actually, they actually have an IT job up there posting. I was gonna apply for it just for shits and giggles, um, but I didn't. But I thought about it uh, just to, to see what man. would happen. 
Um, but I, I I might do it. I may see what happens. See, hit up Tep Dog. Um, and see, yeah, see, see what we talking about. Uh, but yeah, no. Nah, hey, so, go ahead. I just pulled up something on uh, on Lynch that says uh, it says in 2011, you know, he kind of started doing uh, broadcasting. He was uh, like a commentator for the Broncos, and then Elway had him in the scouting and the and the draft room writing reports and scouting reports on safeties and DBs. Um, and then uh, he sat in all of the 2013 and 14 drafts. Um, as a as a consultant and scout, um, not not as like an official scout, but it was someone that just Elway had had with them. Um, and then he kind of just did the TV thing for a while, um, and then got called up to GM. Yeah. Okay. So he got the well, he, he got a nice route. Nice. He got he took the express route to the GM position. Yeah, he did. That could be Luke, man. That could easily be Luke. A year, a couple of years as like a scout of some kind. I mean, I don't. I would love to see him more as a defensive coordinator, um, but with his mind and everything. But if he's going to go the GM route, a couple of years as a scout, man, um, you more get more involved in like the draft process and stuff. And then, yeah, he he could easily be a GM in the next five, five to six, seven years. Yeah, man. I think I think I would feel bad for whoever had to play under. Luke as a uh, as a defensive coordinator, bro. Like I, he's so intense. I've seen his spaz on people on the field for not being in the right place at the, at the right time. Uh, so I, I, I think his standards are but too high. But he's such controlled chaos. Yeah, <laughs> he's, yeah. He's like Mike Tomlin in a way. He's very controlled chaos. I mean, people say that about Brent Venables at Clemson. Like yeah. that dude is just so intense, but he's outwardly intense. Whereas yeah. Luke is very calm and collected in in moments of chaos. You know. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. I, I I think Luke's gonna be good wherever he goes, man. We we talked yeah. about Eli Apple last week, uh, Grandalizer or Grandizer. We talked about uh, Eli. I have, I have one. What's I have uh, one question for y'all. Yep, go ahead. So, if you can bring back one retired Panther to play on this team coming up now, who would it be? Ah. Uh, oh. I'd probably say retired. I probably got to go with Luke, retired. man. I got to go with Luke. Yeah. All right, let's put Luke aside. That's too easy. Okay. Let's put Luke okay. aside. That's, that that's is fair. too easy. That's fair. That is too easy. Uh, because Luke instantly almost makes our defense, like, legit. Just Luke himself makes that defense legit. That's too easy. All <laughs> right, so take Luke out. And to make it even harder, take – okay, let's take Peppers out, too. Um, let's take Peppers okay. out. Okay, okay. Um, I would probably yeah, take. Just here. I would probably take Chris Gamble. Ooh. ooh. <laughs> okay. I'm thinking Dang. Chris Gamble. Uh, we need a cornerback like bad. Um, I think our. Well, we I also would, need somebody to make plays. <laughs> I, I love. I would love to have Steve Smith. I, I, I would take Steve Smith out of this scenario just because I think he would be. Um, I think it would be. That's another easy one. Uh, and I think Steve would be great, um, but I, I think the biggest gap is cornerback, and I'm going Chris Gamble. Okay, Austin, I, who you got? Who, who I, I think? Oh no, go ahead. I, go ahead. I think. Oh, go for no, it, man. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh. Go ahead. Oh, I'd say I would say um, one of one of two guys. Well, okay, just looking at the way our team is right now, and I'm not trying to play favorites. In order to be the most competitive that we can be. I would say there's a. I'd say one or two. I'd say 
either Wesley Walls because we need a tight end. Mm. Um, oh, man, there's three. I mean, shoot, uh, Jordan Gross. I was thinking Gross, certainly too. use another tackle. I was thinking Gross, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You would? You are thinking Gross? I was. As, as soon as you started yeah, talking, I, I started thinking about it. But Gross, yeah, that's yeah. a good one. Keep I'm, going. You had another one. And then uh, and then uh, Mike Minner because we need a uh, – I mean, we drafted a bunch of safeties and stuff, I know. But we really just – I mean, we got Trey Boston, but, man – Mike Minner was that long-term franchise guy you could always rely on, and he he was very dependable. So I feel like that's definitely something we could we could use that back there in the safety uh, safety position. Right. Yeah, that's Austin. What's your answer? I was, I was gonna say gross. I was kind of that just kind of popped in my head, but um, but yeah, I would definitely say gross because big fan of Steve Smith, but. Do we need a wide receiver right now? I don't think uh, we need nah, that. See, see, no, see, I didn't want. Nah, see, I didn't want to do that because I didn't want to. I didn't want to say that, and I, it's not that we don't need one because you yeah. would take you would take a Steve Smith. I mean, that's easy. You right. would take a Steve Smith and push oh, yeah. whoever else down out the way because there, there's no comparison. But just to make it, we, we're going to remove him from the conversation uh, just because it's too easy. I mean, so. Well, well, actually, I don't think it's that easy with Steve Smith. Cause hey, it's so, bro, don't do okay. that, Austin. Austin, don't do that. No, no, no. no. <laughs> if you have DJ Moore and Anderson, right, and you also have Christian McCaffrey, do you need to protect your quarterback, stop the other team from scoring, or add another wide receiver? You never need like, a quarterback. Well, we, we don't need a quarterback right now. All right, we got someone. Like, we don't have Kyle Allen back there. So nobody, so nobody wants the loan back. I, I, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm good. Man, but, y'all, but, y'all disrespectful. Man. I mean, I mean, you could say, Steve, I'd say, you could say Stephen Davis if, uh, if we want yeah. a backup for CMC. I mean, Stephen Davis, I would love to, I would love to have come out of retirement. Right, but who's who's gonna like we 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 have nobody that protected our quarterback consistently except for yeah. who? I think Gro- and, Gross is a good. Um, an- I think Gross is Gross? a good answer. Gross, I think Gross, but we have we have right? Okun, yeah, we but we don't know what we have in Okung yet. So like we can't. I I like to see what Okung is. I think he's decent. Um, right. But I think Gross is another really good. At- Gross between Gross. And gamble, I think y'all sleeping on gamble, bro. Man, again, my thing with gamble, man, is he was he was the prototypical guy to not give up any big plays, but he wouldn't make a lot of big plays either. Yeah. Like he was he was Mister Dependable, and Chris Gamble on one side, I would always be happy with. I just wouldn't never be thrilled or excited. You know, it's just he was just one of those. I mean, no, no, shout out to Chris Gamble, man. He, I mean, I, I love him, man. One of my Panther favorites. He was here for I don't know how many years, eight years, nine, ten. Like was... the dude's a staple of this of this franchise, but uh, he, he just didn't make enough plays. But he didn't he didn't give up any either as much. So, so would you say Bradbury and Gamble are kind of the same? Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, nah, uh, I'm not. Well, gonna, uh, I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna do that. But I'm not gonna do that. I think Gamble's better than Bradbury. Um, I think. Uh, I would say that. Yeah, I'd agree. Well, question about that though did did, uh, did uh, Gamble have to see Julio Jones twice? I don't know did who I don't know who Gamble twice? had I don't know who Gamble had uh, to see I can't remember 
I have to go back and look. Uh, dude, he had Joe Horn in, in uh, New Orleans. The dude, the dude did have twenty. The dude had twenty-seven interceptions. Um, oh, okay. So I mean, he he gamble was nice. I think we got to go back and I think we got to go back and, and and do our do our due diligence on gamble, bro, because gamble was nice. I think gamble's get we we got to give gamble his credit. I'll give him credit. Yeah, I'll give him credit. <laughs> I'll give him credit. I just wouldn't go all in on him. Yeah, I'm I'm all, I'm, all I'm right. in on Gamble. Gamble's my guy. That's who I'm going. That's who I'm going with. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with Gross or Walls because now we don't we don't have Greg Olson anymore. Uh, I, th- I well, you know what? I'll go Walls. I'll go Wesley Walls. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Yeah, oh we'll man, go. you know what? I man, I thought about Ricky Prohl too. Shoot. Nah, I'm, I'm Prohl, good on man, Prohl. But we don't need another wide receiver. Yeah, I'm good on Prohl. Chris Jenkins is interesting. Yeah. Chris Jenkins is interesting. Yeah. Um. Somebody renegade. Uh. Just said, Chris Jenkins. There's a couple good ones. A couple good ones. That's a good question, yeah, though. There That's is. a really That's good, a good, really good question. That was a real good question, man. Props. No problem. What happens when you just sit in the house and program all day? Just, <laughs> you're just sitting. Just sitting. <laughs> all right. Yeah, I, that was it, man. I'll catch y'all later. All right, bro. I got one more call, and then I'm gonna shut this thing all down. Right, bro. Yeah, I got. I'm. I'm going to step off too, man. All Have right. a good one. Stay blessed. Right, Thank, thanks for calling in, man. Added a lot to the show. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you. All right, three eight six. Last caller. What's good? What's good? What's going on, um, bro? I want to talk about the Saints with Drew Brees. I feel like with the position that Drew Brees is in, he shouldn't be saying what he said. But if it was just like the average Joe making a post on Twitter saying stuff like that, but Drew Brees has to be extra PC with the position that he's in to, like, of what he says politically. Um, I, I, I mean, I think he should be, he should be cognizant of what he says, um, but at the same, we live in America, like, America, you, you can say whatever you want to say, um, just be prepared yeah, to deal speech, with, but. yeah, you, you just have to be prepared to deal with the consequences, and, uh, I, he can believe whatever he wants to believe. That's okay. Uh, I don't have a. We live in America, bro. Um, it, yeah. What? I just think he. Again, going back to what I said earlier, I just think he's. He's just he's living in his bubble, and he said what he said. He meant what he said. He still means what he says. Um, he didn't walk that back, uh, per se. <laughs> so I mean, you can still you can still believe what you want to believe about Drew. I just don't think he's a bad person. I think he's done a lot of yeah. He's, he's but, not a bad person. Yeah, yeah. That, that's just his thoughts. No, I don't think he's racist or anything. I, that's just yeah. That's just what he thinks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's really it. That's I, all I you had. Anything else that's all you, you waited. You waited that whole time just to say something about Drew Brees, bro. I know you got another. You, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you some more time. I know you got something else to talk about other than Drew Brees. You waited a long time, bro. So you deserve a little bit more time. I mean, I guess we could talk about Luke Keekley. All right. So but, what you what you got about Luke? Uh, I like how we signed him as a scout. I think he's he's got the job title as a pro scout, but mm-hmm. he's definitely going to do be doing more than just being a pro scout. I mean, you don't sign someone like Luke Keekley, future Hall of Famer, arguably top ten linebacker of all time, and just to be a pro scout. Like, I think he's going to work. Like work with the linebackers, uh, 
get ready, getting him ready to be a positions coach and then see what goes on after that. Yeah. He's good at being yeah, a we'll, positions coach. And... We'll, see what, we'll see what happens with Luke. Uh, I think he has, like we, we discussed earlier, he has several ways he can go. Um, I'm just glad he's back in the building as a, as a Panther in some way, shape, form, manner, whatever you want to call it. I'm just glad he's with us and not another team. So, um, I think he yeah. has a, he has a lot to add, uh, from whether it's the scouting, whether it's like you said, positions, coach helping, just being there to help guys out. I think that in itself is going to be more, um, it's going to be a, a help, uh, more than anything. It's just being being accessible to the younger guys. You know what I'm saying? Being in the building, having dudes yeah. to come up to ask questions to you, I think that will bring a big impact to the Panthers. So um, I, I love it. You know people look up to him. Yeah, I, no, I love him. I think Luke, Luke Luke is probably uh, Luke is probably my second favorite Panther behind Steve Smith right now. Um, so I, I love, I love Luke. I'm again, I'm just glad he's back. Uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm happy that he was able to retire on his terms with all his health issues. Um, I'm just glad he was able to do it on his, his, his own terms and not let the game retire him. Um, so I'm glad he has his, his mind body and in, in the right frame of mind to go ahead and, and do it the right way. So shout out to Luke, man. Love it. Love Luke. Yeah, Definitely. So that's all you got? You sure that's all you got? Uh yeah, I think that's all I got. Alright, broski. Alright, that's 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 cool. That's all you got. Alright, well thank you for calling. I appreciate it. Alright, you have a good day. Alright, you too, man. Um Bye. So, uh that's gonna that's gonna end the show for today. Uh again, I was by myself solo. Um I appreciate you guys uh watching. Um and again, it's you know, uh, I appreciate you guys hanging in there with us. Uh, hopefully, Dave will be back next week, um, and we can all be back together as one big family again. Um, but yeah, that's all I got, man. Uh, let let me ride. It's funny, Dave is not here, um, but I actually have his outro that he did. So I'm gonna run his outro uh, that I never have when he's here. Um, but I'm gonna run it. All right, so. Thank you for listening to the Panther Nation podcast hosted by Rashad and David. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you are notified when new episodes are posted. You can also catch episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, and Podcast Addict. Review and rate this episode five stars and share it with all the Panther fans you know. And always remember, keep pounding. All right, people, keep pounding. Uh, We about to get up out of here. Sorry for the the call I just called in. I'm ending the show, bro. My bad. Maybe I have to call